I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, welcome to episode 38 of See You Next Wednesday. Just before we get to the episode, firstly, I want to apologize. This is going up late on Wednesday. Um, We had issues with scheduling and we couldn't record the day before. So this is coming up like hot off the press. We just finished recording. It's going up now. And uh, so sorry about that. And also, just before we get to the episode, I want to tell you about a cool website called Pretty Clever Films. Obviously, if you've listened to the show, you know we do plugs for cult cinema-related stuff often. But today, this site's a little bit different. It focuses on silent films, uh, as well as talkies and uh, some more modern stuff like TIFF coverage. But mostly, it's about silent films. There's actually also a screening room where you can watch uh, like early 20s, pre-20s silent films stuff like that. You can get reviews on here. There's news, uh, a bookshelf section for books about silent film, and lots more. So basically, this is a really cool site you're going to want to check out if you're into film, classic film. So head up prettycleverfilms.com, and they're also on Facebook, so just search for Pretty Clever Films, and uh, definitely check that out. It's a really cool site. And uh, otherwise, here we go with the episode. Welcome to episode 38 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture film and music podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping November 14th in the evening this time. And my name's Dan Gorman. I feel so small when I look at the stars. How big is Venus? How big is Mars? (laughs) My name is Casey Lyons, and yeah, I got a boner! (laughs) And I'm Greg Theodore Logan, and together we are Wild Stallions! Yes! (laughs) We have 87 Throwback, Film Roulette Later, Hero Swap, and we are going to talk about Skyfall this episode. Mm, yeah. uh, finally, we all saw it. Yep. All of us saw it, so we're all going to have our opinions on that. Uh, but we got some stuff to talk about first. Do you guys want to throw right into the Star Wars news? Uh, uh, yeah, might, yeah as well. might as well. Okay, because I, I have I nothing wanna... to say about it. I, <laughs> yeah, wanted, yeah. I wanted to talk about it last week, but then we I forgot to bring it up. But I think it's good because... A lot more, there's Stuff more happened. clarity to, yeah. to some things now. Yeah. Um, for people who don't know, or uh, just to remind you, uh, Disney has purchased uh, LucasArts, and that includes the entirety of the uh, Star Wars franchise. Yeah. And Let's they've talk- announced that they are going to do Part 7, 8, and 9, yeah. uh, be, and the first one will come out in 2015. Right. Uh, so immediate thoughts on uh, uh, w- when you first heard uh, Dan Gorman. Of course, you didn't give a fuck because <laughs> no. you inexplicably don't care about My Star Wars. My initial thoughts were great. I'm excited. Yeah. 
Like, well, I don't. A understand. lot of people are not happy. I don't understand that because well, I don't everyone, either. I think yeah. I'm, I'm fine with this. If you are, if you are not, how can happy, you not be? If you're not yeah. happy about it, then like, and you are also one of the people that for years has been like, fucking George Lucas ruining yeah, exactly. the series. No one like, wants George Lucas to make any more of them. And let me, yeah. And I've yeah. been saying this over the last couple of weeks. Like, what is the worst thing they yeah. could do? Another shitty. They can't one make three shitty. Th- yeah. Three more shitty. Yeah. They can't make three. You know, they can't be the first ones to make three really bad movies. Lucas already did that. They can't over merchandise it. No. No. That's already been done. Yeah. So all the negative things that could possibly happen with the Star Wars have already have already happened. Yeah. Taking it out of George Lucas's hands and putting it into now what is I don't really like. Like Disney movies, or I didn't for a long time. But as a company, what they're doing now, I think, is pretty good. They've been handling Marvel really well. Yeah, yeah. Finding they, inspired uh, filmmakers to to to, to uh, create. Yeah, it's not all bad. Done, they've things. done a yeah. They they had uh, James Bobbin and and um what's his name Jason Siegel uh, handle the Muppets, yeah. and that worked really that nicely. Great. So Obviously, yeah, like they're not above great, they're the not Marvel above stuff. getting really good names. Yeah, we got letting the first them do good Tim Burton movie in right. years. And and the thing is, the names that I that have been thrown around have all been really exciting yeah like, now uh, how how um because i haven't kept up with too much of it and i i read that they were they narrowed it down recently they were saying it's like down to two or something is that true well originally what uh, i had heard uh was brad bird directing and damon lindelof writing right yeah which uh, i lo- i was fucking on board for that because because uh, i would say like uh, the incredibles which brad bird directed, yeah, yeah. brad bird's is, amazing is an amazing action movie i, I don't think Ghost Protocol was like unbelievable or anything, but, but it was, was a, a really well directed yeah. action movie. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, but my my question was just like, what's the validity of these of these things that are going around? Like, were they releasing officially? Like, these are names we're thinking of, or was it just a lot of people? They, I, it was well, probably they had a, a lot treatment of written. There's been a treatment written, okay. and it has passed over a lot of directors' desks. Okay, and they just kind of threw it around at big names. Yeah. Like weird Spielberg, names. Tarantino, Spielberg, Tarantino, which is totally Tino. weird. Zack yeah. Snyder, like those. Favreau was in there, right? Yeah, Favreau is really. Heavy, yeah, I yeah. like the idea of Favreau. Yeah, yeah, he's got. He's apparently one of the main. Why are we contenders. calling him Favreau? Favreau. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> uh, um, one thing I found really bizarre, though, is uh, Spielberg said no. Yeah. yeah. And he said, "It's not my genre." It's my yeah. best friend George's genre. Yeah. Now I don't understand. What oh, he's you mean the genre about. that he does a million times better than his best friend? George. Yeah. <laughs> What's the thing? What genre are you talking about? Science fiction? He's oh, action? That? He does done that. It. Uh, uh, that's what. Those are adventure? his best adventure. Done it. Movies. Yeah. 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 What is family based? Uh, I don't adventure? even understand. You know what are you fucking talking yeah. about? Uh, Indiana Jones, uh, Close Encounters, Jaws. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's that's what you do. You Maybe he retard. means the genre of accidentally making a good movie. <laughs> yeah. Is that a genre? Because that's, that's the one um, thing George it, Lucas has done. It. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I I wouldn't have expected him to do it. I think no. it'd be fine for him to be like, "Well, I don't want to be." I think his. I think what he was probably trying to say, friend, yeah, is just you know? that it, it's too close because it's his friend. Yeah, thing. yeah. But don't say that because no. please go back to your genre. Well, he is. Yeah, because he just did Lincoln, but his next movie is called what, like, ro- Robot people something, ro- yeah. something ro- robot robot family adventure Seriously, hour no it's like robos ro- uh, uh, the ro- adventure of the family oh, that yeah, we're also robots robopocalypse yeah, that is not my genre not to my yeah. genre. I'm going to go make this a robot movie. And he twiddles his mustache and puts like, his monocle on. You both just gave him eight accents, none of which was a determined race. Have you uh, met him? That's uh, how he talks in, uh, real, also life. There, in real life. Not ma- in Major interviews. talk about original cast returning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Hamill is Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, Harrison Ford has said publicly that he would like to be Han Solo again. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. Carrie Fisher was it, talked to. Like, I read an interview uh, or an excerpt from an interview that, uh, of Mark Hamill talking about a, a meeting that he took, that he and Carrie Fisher took with uh, with George Lucas, mm-hmm. just saying, "Yeah, we're doing this thing, so get ready." Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And I, I was saying to Casey, the, the person I'm most excited to have back uh, to reprise the role is is Mark Hamill. Yeah, because I he think hasn't an been older. He's been doing a lot. Fully of... realized Jedi Luke Skywalker yeah. is mm-hmm. an exceptionally interesting definitely uh, uh, development. Yeah. I just want to know. I don't know if they're going to be able to get him, but I hope they get uh, Admiral Akbar back. <laughs> yeah. He's pretty busy. I don't know. These I days. think it's a trap. Yeah. <laughs> He's busy. <laughs> get it. He's busy with the online memes. Yeah. 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 Posing with his He's weird just, fish yeah. head. He's yeah. making all these uh, appearances on the internet. But for the naysayers, I think you're out of your fucking mind. Oh, because for sure. This, yeah. this could have gone a million other ways that would be Even would worse. Be bad. Yeah, but you can't kill a dead horse again. No. All you can do is no, bring no. it back. It's to already yeah. gotten as bad as it's going to get. Exactly. It could not possibly be worse. Yeah. And I think Disney is the right place for it because they are letting people run creatively. Uh, yeah. Creatively, you know, it isn't like no creatively. Creatively, <laughs> you were right the first time. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I, you know what yeah. Disney has become is something very interesting. You know, definitely and they're willing to take risks and let people do what they need to do as filmmakers. And I think it's the best place for it. Yeah, for and sure. I'm excited. I want to see some good fucking Star Wars movies. Like, what a bummer those last three were. What well, a fucking total bummer that was. Like, you, all of it. When I saw were, Phantom Menace, I'm like, fuck, this movie sucks. Little did I know, it's the best the, one yeah, I know. of those now, now, that no, was the last one. Yeah, it is. It has a beginning and a middle and, a, and an end. It, and none of the other ones have that. Attack of the Clones has a, is a fucking mess. First of all, stop yelling at me. <laughs> <laughs> all, uh, uh, it, it has a beginning that's boring. It has a yes. stupid pod race, and then it has a boring end. And then at least it has the scene where it's the fight between between Qui-Gon and uh, Darth Maul, yeah. which is pretty cool. Which is pretty cool. But that's but the only thing awesome. in all three movies that was pretty cool. Revenge of the Sith, I still think, was better. No, it that, was that, at least that movie's a little an darker. emotional roller coaster. Oh, my God. This oh, argument yeah, no, is so boring. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And then uh, the end. Yeah. <laughs> it must, it must no. be. Oh. That's that's terrible. Has any have, have either of you seen? You probably haven't, Dan Gorman. Maybe uh, I have. But uh, I really want to see if I can get a, a copy of the uh, that eighty-five minute. Uh, cut Christmas that, special that oh, Topher edit. Grace did. <laughs> oh, have what? you not heard about this? No, no. no. Topher Grace went through and uh, uh, and edited all three movies, all three of the shitty movies, into one eighty-five minute movie. Really? Yeah, um, and apparently, not, not bad. half bad. Yeah, no bad, eh? uh, it, it it tells all of the story that you need. It, it cuts out all of the bullshit that you don't yeah. need. Jar Jar Banks has one line in the whole fucking thing. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not shocked that somebody could create like a coherent movie out of these blown garbage. I, I am files. shocked that it was Topher Gray. Yeah, but, oh, for sure. But there was but that thing. That remember, uh, there was. A, I've never seen it, and I don't know where you find it. But the Phantom Edit, where somebody yeah, redid the Phantom Menace and like took Jar Jar out, I think changed the like, order of events, and it made a lot more sense. Apparently, yeah. it's fucking awesome. I think I'm there's not sure like how you there's find fan it cuts. It. I think for like everyone, and there's oh, like yeah, multiple yeah. cuts. It's yeah. like the it's, it's like the pet uh, Beach Boys um, smile of <laughs> of the nerd generation. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, everyone right. is out there making their own like collaborating on their own cuts of it yeah. and shit. All right. Yeah. But I don't know. Because there's one for True Romance, too, that puts it back in the order that uh, Tarantino's script was. Because in the script, it was non-chronological and Tarantino-esque. Right. And then Tony Scott made it, like, and kind of broke it down and just put it in order. And so somebody, like, did it. That's interesting. Yeah. I'd like to see that. Yeah, I'd quite like to see that. I love that movie. Um, Um, But anyway, I'm officially optimistic. So I think – I just think if you're a nerd that has, like, turned around on this, like, I don't think – how do you have any right to do that? Like, everyone's been shitting on it. Like on on Lucas's stuff forever. I don't even understand why so. there was outrage. Yeah, everyone like they, should have been like he sold it. He's sigh not of gonna, relief. He, George Lucas yeah. will never fuck Star Wars up anymore. Yeah, yeah. finally, it's over. <laughs> you know, yeah, and if over. somebody else fucks it up again, it'd be like, all right, well, yeah. apparently nobody can do this except for Irvin Kershner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, okay, so let's move on from Star Wars uh, into another sci-fi movie. Yes, please. Uh, Greg and I, did you watch it? Nope. Casey didn't watch it. Greg and I watched Still don't Lockout. Have internet. Yes, that's true. Yeah, Lockout. Um, I, I, I watched it on, on uh, request or yeah. demand of oh, yeah. Hudson Riley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Texting me nearly every day. <laughs> Watch Lockout. I love it when he gets something in his head and it, it has to be seen through to completion. Well, I didn't, you know, and I was like, all right, I'm going to watch it. I'm gonna, I will get around to it. I totally will. And, I, you know, and then I saw it was on Netflix. I'm like, I have no excuse now. Yeah, yeah. And so I watched this movie. And then yeah. when it finished, I just texted him back. It's like, I understand. Yeah. yeah. And so that's a good thing about Mark Riley's obsessions is that they're always warned. He's always yeah. right. And yeah. so Greg told me that story and then I went home and on last weekend and I watched it and about ten minutes into the movie I texted Greg, I understand. <laughs> it now Shit, it's, it's produced by thing. Luke Besson yeah. and it seems like oh, right? maybe he came up with I think he had yeah, something to do with story. Story too. story credit and like an I and I feel like by. he had this idea like right after he did Fifth Element, probably because yeah. Uh, yeah. Guy Pierce is definitely doing like Snake low Brisken? rent Bruce Willis. Oh, really? <laughs> you know, like the one-liners and stuff, the interrogation yeah. scene at the beginning. Yeah. You know, where he's just kind of detached and he doesn't give a fuck, and yeah. you know, he's being punched in the face. And he's I, like, I like to call him. Is you going to hit me? Yeah. And, you know, oh, I, I like to call him. Like, space your wife or something. <laughs> <laughs> he's a space he's hole. An asshole in space. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this movie, it's basically uh, Escape from New York. Oh yeah. In in space. Yes. Um, entirely. And this movie takes so much from other movies, like it it. It willingly steals from other B movies, but it does it like with a smile. And there was something about it that I liked. Like this isn't a great movie by no, any means, but it was very. But watchable. it's a lot. It's very watchable. Um, <laughs> now, some of the effects are fine, and, and some of them aren't. Today, wet that scene in the beginning, in the yeah. first ten minutes, the motorcycle. There's chase a motorcycle scene. chase. I've never it's seen. Just, <laughs> it's like a, it, it. I I likened it to like. Roadrunner. It was it was it was Roadrunner versus the Coyote uh, in in CGI. It's and even though it looks CGI. like garbage, people, I loved people kept it. Holding it looked, up little signs it, that this, said "Yikes!" This is, yeah. It's I so <laughs> amateurish. The effects in this scene, it was out it's of control. Just, it's it's not necessarily amateurish though. It's just they're going so far past the, the what they can afford to do. Yeah. It's just basically like the scene where he's on a motorcycle and the camera's flying around him and through things and like he's flying in the air and, and smashing through so walls. And stuff and the cameras like spinning around him. It looks terrible, but yeah. I liked it anyway, just because I was like, I'm in on this. It's, this movie's a fucking cartoon. I'm down. Now, like, all right. <laughs> and then so what he is, you know, uh, he's been wrongly accused of killing somebody. Yeah. So he's going to go to crimes. jail, and he doesn't yeah. give a fuck. No, he's yeah. he like, doesn't give a space. The fuck. president's daughter, that right out of <laughs> the escape, worst kind of fuck, right yeah. out of Escape from L.A. The president's daughter is being held hostage uh, in this prison space station. Yeah, hmm? now, space space station. I was amazed at how easily these criminals take over this entire place. Oh, yeah. Well, there's, like, Space no one station. around, and, and, and when I was watching it with my brother, he was like, where are all the guards? And I was like, they're all frozen. Like, <laughs> they got all these criminals, and they froze them, and they got, like, four guys watching the unfreeze button. Like, you don't need to stack this place. <laughs> it's the future. But one crazy guy gets a single handgun and is able to take down yeah. the entire, entire place. Yeah, because he hits the unfreeze button and everyone. Yeah, and they're like, oh, man. And I was more surprised at how easily they woke up. They, it's like, <laughs> wake up, they yawn, they're like, whoa. <laughs> Cryogenically, anyway, time to rape and murder and kill. Like, they just, like, jump at it. Um, yeah, and Maggie Grace is the female lead. She's the president's daughter. And she's just, I don't know. 
Yeah. Sometimes she starts blonde, becomes brunette. Yeah. It's, you know. Oh, and this is another movie that, that harkens back to that old early 90s thing where it's totally hilarious to punch a girl in the face yeah. like in uh, like in Drop Zone. He just, like, punches her in the face, like, really hard, and then she's like, drops ah. her. And then he's like, well, now you look tough, so you're going to blend in. And she's like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, so how they, I'm sorry. It was apropos of nothing. Like, it wasn't like, uh, he like was, they were He was fighting. making her over. It was like he put grease in her hair to make her look and like an inmate, and then he punched her in the face to make her look like an inmate. <laughs> I'm going to not ever get a makeover from him. I know. Guy Pierce, stay away from him. <laughs> Now, what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to give you some extensions. It was really I'm going to highlight your eyes and Guy, I'm going to punch Guy you in the Pierce teeth. doing this like dated, oh, yeah. you know, detached anti-hero I liked it, thing. Though. But he kind of pulled he it off. It right, yeah. Yeah. Um, man, this movie's horrible. It's not good, uh, but <laughs> it's so entertaining and it's so not of its time yeah. that I was just like, oh, like I'm into it. It was fun. Like, I mean, it's not amazing or anything, but it's on Netflix. It's free. Yeah. Stream it <laughs> on the weekend when you're hungover. This is tailor made uh, for that yeah. shit. In the end of the movie, she punches him in the face yeah. after he gets out of prison because he's been cleared. And he's and she's like, I owed you that. And they're yeah. like, Are we gonna let's go bang? Yeah. <laughs> Next step, obviously, is that we fuck. Sounds, sounds like sounds like they ought to get Tommy Lee that. Jones in on this. Oh, you know? so, <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of face punching and butt fucking. It sounds like. <laughs> oh man. Well, thank you, MHR. That was. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, and I'm it gonna watch it again. Watching. That movie oh, was yeah. so nuts. I will see that like that. I like I said, I'm gonna wake up some morning, hungover, and be like, I want some garbage space <laughs> asshole adventures, and I'm gonna watch that space, space hole. <laughs> <laughs> um, so on the topic of Netflix, I'm gonna mention super super quick. I watched uh, Richard Linklater's Bernie with mm. Jack Black. It's on American Netflix. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah, I, I really liked it. Yeah. Fucking Shirley MacLaine? Uh, yeah. Uh, like, what was the fucking last thing that she popped up? I know. Up I have no there? idea. But anyway, it's like, it's cool. They do kind of like a pseudo-documentary, pseudo-mockumentary kind of like angle to it. Like, there's real people in it giving interviews, but also fake people. Oh, and, really? Talking and, about the actual event? Yeah. And, and oh. also, like, you see it unfolding. It was really cool. It should be noted that this is based on a true story. Based on a true story. And it's really funny. Sort of like a uh, an American Splendor type of a, of a thing? Kind like, of. It, yeah. It's okay. like it's like the... Like, I love I mean, the tits Matthew, that movie. Yeah. American Splendor is amazing. Yeah. But, like, like, some of the people in the movie that you're watching act it all out also do, like, things. Like, it'll cut to Matthew McConaughey, like, talking as if it's an interview. Right. And but it'll also cut to like town folk talking about like what it was like when it happened. Mm-hmm. But it's all very like it's all very integrated. Well, it's really cool, cool. and it's super funny. And Man. Jack Black is fantastic in it. Like he's made for this role. Like good dramatically, but also he has to sing a lot and do the kind of like Jack Black thing. But it's never it's never like overbearing. Yeah, it always works well within the character. Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. Uh, I I gotta say like. Uh uh, it, not like people don't give Richard Linklater no. a lot of credit or anything, but that guy has has oh, over yeah. the past like maybe ten fifteen years, like his career has really opened up in a big way. Yeah. Like yeah. he started doing those like, made weird rotoscope things for a yeah, while, yeah, yeah. and then and then you know School of Rock all was of a sudden, hilarious. Like that guy can do a lot of fucking like a lot of different yeah. things. He mm-hmm. did the Bad News Bears remake, right? Uh, yeah, 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 and that wasn't did. even like that wasn't because, horrible. Yeah. It was all right. Yeah. yeah, so check out Bernie for sure. Yeah. Um, and then now we're going to talk about the main event 
Yeah. Before film roulette, anyway. Skyfall. Yes. Skyfall. New Bond movie. I yeah. saw it last night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw it on the weekend on the same day I saw Lincoln. We'll yeah, talk about that I did, later. I did that double bill, Good too. five I, hours uh, of movie. I did, oh, a, uh, I did a Silent Hill yeah. uh, Skyfall double bill. Right. Oh, even better. All right. uh, nope. No. So, <laughs> Skyfall is the 23rd yeah. Bond film. Yeah. This time it's personal. I've heard it described uh, as one of the top 23 Bond films. It's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Roger Moore said it's the best Bond movie he's seen. Uh, I don't know. I've only seen maybe five Bond movies in my life. Uh, I'm not going to say... My life. My life. <laughs> <laughs> we had this whole conversation after last record about Borat. Go on about Bond. Go on. cultural significance. Um, uh, but I will say this is my second favorite. I, I liked it. I, I think... Overall, I would put this up with Casino Royale. Yeah. I think I had issues Casino with it, Royale's but I still thought favorite. it was very good. I've had issue with just about every Bond movie. Yeah, seen, of course. Because they're you Bond can't. movies, they do a thing. And uh, Casino Royale, I think, is my favorite Bond movie. It's it just, really it good. It works so well. It, it, it's my favorite. And it's some, a great repeat watch. Yeah, some people I'm, don't like the poker that like, gets See, I love it. Oh, I love it. I think it's an hour-long part of the movie. in a way that action movies aren't supposed to do. Absolutely, and it's so well handled. I completely agree. Yeah. I did miss Jeffrey Wright in this one, though. I've liked him playing the uh, the American agent. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I can never remember his name, but he's been portrayed by lots of actors. But, yeah. yeah, Jeffrey Wright was super awesome. Yeah, he's great, and I like him doing that part. Anyway, um, so Skyfall keeps with the, the dark tone. Yeah. But at the same time. At the same time, brings back. Has a lot of fun, fun campy stuff. elements. Yeah, it yeah. has a lot of, like, references to some of the Connery Bond stuff. And, like, but, and, and to stuff. Some, some of the iconic thing, like yeah. the Aston Martin, you don't really see that much, or it's not no. really showcased yeah. in, in, in the first couple. And and the reveal. Uh, sorry, is this a spoiler? No, yeah, kind of. People uh, have talked about it on the internet. Have they? they? All right. Yeah. Uh, so the reveal of, of it is this movie. Yeah. fucking great. Yeah. When yeah. he opens gorgeous. the door and you hear the dun dun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. And the, the, I, I don't remember. I don't know how long it's been since a Bond movie has used the original theme music. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the din 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 din. Yeah, that was in there. It's always it's it's a score now. It's you know it's strings and whatnot. It's very you never hear this one had the as the guitar. You know. And it's it's far more effective. Like yeah. I, I fucking flipped out at that point. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm just so sold on this movie. Yeah. Right totally. Now. And because it did such a good job, such a good job of keeping maybe the darkest tone yet in a Bond movie. Yeah. Uh, with all the lightness and fun of the almost the Roger yeah, Moore. And he was throwing out little campy one-liners and yeah. shit that that didn't seem tacked on or weird. No, no, like, it yeah, just it was felt fun. really Bond. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. this movie seemed like the perfect marriage of like the fun campiness of the mm. old movies and the cool intense edge of, yeah, of, absolutely. of the and, they, and they do kind of start to look a little bit into Bond as as like an emotional character with, yeah. The, yeah. with the like they like I won't say anything but they do kind of start to talk about the backstory not in a lot not in a deep way or anything but in an no, interesting give way a glimpse of yeah. you know it was how a man becomes as much what as he you're is. comfortable as much seeing. as you need yeah because yeah. yeah, you don't need too much yeah you yeah. still want him to be cool and detached yeah. and like the yeah. super spy but yeah there was just enough of, of him emotionally that mm-hmm. you're yeah. kind of like oh well that's really interesting and, um, and a lot of really strong scenes the opening is absolutely amazing oh the opening's uh, awesome uh, and the ending at the at the at the aforementioned house oh, yeah. is amazing and fucking crazy explosions and shit so good Fucking blew me away. He was really good. Oh uh, boy, was but he good! Can, now that we can talk about it, because we're on the show, um, uh, can, can I, I? I don't know if this is a major spoiler. Uh, maybe I shouldn't say it. So stop listening. 
uh, everyone. Um, <laughs> why, uh, uh, has has Bond fucked a dude before? <laughs> uh, because he seems he, to intimate that he has. Well, he intimates wow. that how do you know that he hasn't? Right. Yeah, yeah. He's so, not letting him have. That was a great. Uh, he's line. showing that he's not intimidated yeah. by well, his. I, 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 I do understand, but and, and I thought it was, was a really interesting choice for a Bond villain and and for the relationship between uh, between the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was just like, uh, what? Huh? Wait, wait. Did he fuck a dude? That was fun. That was so good. I, feel, I felt like that line like made that whole scene like uh, yeah. for me. That whole chunk of uh, the film was when absolutely he, uh, amazing. When he yeah. takes his teeth out. Oh, boy. Wow. That was, that was, that was incredible. Great. Yeah. yeah. Really good uh, scary performance from yeah. yeah. Like he does the yeah, great, he does the one, really one of the best Bond villains I've seen. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's yeah. so fucking good. Yeah, um, I thought like I thought it drags a little in the middle. It's pretty long, but I mean like anything that any issue that I had with it was was kind of like not big, you know. Like I definitely felt like in the middle I was a little bit like okay, you know, cuz it is a simple story. And yeah. I felt like there were parts oh, yeah. where I was like, well, I was like, glad that they kept it simple. I liked that they kept it simple, you know, for sure. Yeah. Usually, Bond movie, a lot of Bond movies, particularly like overcomplicated. Because the more has been out of the picture, yeah. they've been overly complicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, it this is just a very, like, he, there's a bad guy who's been wronged by the MI6, and he's just going to fuck some shit yeah. up. And now. then just a and lot of great it. chasing. That's Absolutely. Yeah. What else do you need from a Bond movie? Yeah. yeah. Um, and the ending. Uh, which I'm not going to say anything about because it's really wonderful to see it fall together. Yeah. The last five minutes of this movie made me just smile ear to ear. Like yeah. it was just so. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I you know what and, I will empirically always love and, and and be very happy about when Albert Finney shows up to be a fucking badass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, end, the, ending, Rules. the ending. I felt like, and this I'm not going to say much again about the ending, but um, yeah. I will just liken it to to um, this movie a lot. I, I can can see parallels between this movie and The Dark Knight Rises a lot, especially in the way really that they play out. Like especially that ending. I know what you re- like what you're referring to. It's very much similar to that mm-hmm. kind of a movie. It's like a dark version of it. It's not perfect, but it's so so good. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Like I I was so uh, I didn't find it dragged at all. I like uh, it, it was. Much like, um, well, I had just sat through Lincoln, so oh, <laughs> I was yeah. pretty tired. Oh, see, I did Skyfall <laughs> first and then Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More on that later. Yeah, um, but, but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, very satisfying Bond movie. So, Definitely one of the best I've seen. I Sam still Mendes would say I like Casino Royale oh, a little God. better. It was it, it, visually, it, but that's the most beautiful movies. I've oh seen yeah, in it's a long gorgeous. Time. Now yeah. I say I like Casino Royale better, but I've seen that movie like five or six times. You've Casino Royale. When I first saw it, I was like, "That's pretty good." And as I watched it more, I was like, "This is amazing." So I'm curious to see what repeat viewings of Skyfall how that'll the, those two are, are very watchable who directed uh, Casino Royale again uh, the guy who did Goldeneye or uh, Goldeneye yeah um, I, I don't know Martin, his name and we don't have the internet it doesn't matter <laughs> the guy who directed Goldeneye which I was very like oh wow because I don't like Goldeneye yeah I don't like Goldeneye either. I don't really like I'm the, not a the big, Brosnan no era. I'm not fit because like, when Goldeneye came out that was when I was like the right age to start getting into Goldeneye like getting into Bond again yeah. after like the the campy ones and yeah, I remember seeing it and just being like, "This is meh." Yeah, whatever. no, I, no and then the not, only guy none of those movies there. really work for me. They don't really yeah. stand out. Yeah, but so, anyway, I mean, we yeah. don't. I, I don't quality. Think, I don't think Best Bond movie to go in see a while because everyone's no, going because to see everybody it. Everybody is fucking. But seen uh, it. Yeah. definitely biggest, the biggest opening even, for any Bond would, movie ever. ever. Yeah. Apparently, I would say yeah, like I, even it, if you're not interested in seeing it, just go see it. It's good. Yeah, but you know, plan your night out because I failed twice seeing it because it was sold out. Everywhere. Yeah, we tried to go to the IMAX and it was tried uh, to go to. no seats left. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, hot shit. Um, all right. Well, then uh, we should probably get into some 87 throwback. Probably should. Let's go. Okay. 
All right, 87 Throwback is our weekly segment where we take a look at a film and an album from 1987 and celebrate their 25th anniversary. This week we are talking about Ishtar and an album from Happy Mondays. Uh, we'll talk about Ishtar first. Uh, notable as a huge bomb. Um, maybe one, the maybe most one of notable yeah. huge bomb. The, the, the most recognizable yeah. shitty movie. And yeah. one of the one of the movies that got that was so in the critical like eye as it was being made, mm. everybody was like, "This movie's going over budget and is overblown, and everybody on set is not liking each other." And like, so people had their minds made up yeah. by the time this movie came out. Like everyone knew this movie's a fucking. It's egos at work. Yeah. And it was wildly expensive yeah. for its time. Well, apparently it was made because uh, it was written and directed, I think, by, by Elaine May. By, yeah, Elaine yeah. May. Because and, he, and he owed her a favor. Yeah, Warren Beatty had always worked with her. Or had worked with her a few times, yeah. and, and yeah, thought, Wade, so. yeah. yeah, and thought that like he kind of owed her because she was integral to his success in and wasn't credited for it, right. and, and thought she was brilliant. So he let. She's her, a very good writer. Oh yeah, so he let her. Well, that's the thing is is that this the, the script of this movie is not that bad. Yeah, no. like so so she wrote this movie, and it's basically about um, two lounge singers. Yep. Um, who, who get, essentially sort of want to be Simon and Garfunkel. So want to be yeah. Simon and Garfunkel guys that go overseas and uh, get caught up in like a CIA kind of Moroccan. Yeah, and attempt to kind of, uh, another kind of Cold War yeah. Uh, yeah. And, vibe going on. Yeah. And so um, this movie, I went into it. I'd never seen it. I've always wanted to see it just because of, of everything surrounding it with uh, with the actors. And, and, and um, so I went into it pretty fresh. Yeah. And I I liked it. Yeah, I yeah you know, like it's not movie. a bad movie. No, it isn't. This is not. This movie did not deserve what it got at right. all. At all. The first thirty or forty minutes of this film are fucking perfect. They're hilarious. Oh my god! I was. That's the thing so is hard. like when it when it gets to Morocco, it definitely it, it loses yeah. steam. But when it's just the two of them, these two idiots who want to be songwriters, yeah, yeah it's. Wickedly, their relationship yeah. is great, and the way that oh, they play, the out. way they write now, songs, the, the, all the scenes of them trying to work yeah. out songs and lyrics, it's like I was in heaven. Holy it's so funny. shit, it's so fucking yeah. funny. Yeah. And, and and if anyone has ever been in that kind of like friendship with somebody where you're like goofing around and making stupid songs up or whatever, <laughs> I mean, you don't take it serious like they do, but you will see yourselves in that. Like I, oh I God. saw me and my friends hanging out like in high school, like making up jokey little things, and being like, that's like, and how fun it can be. Yeah, they, but they're taking it serious, and it's meant to be like their songs are terrible they think they're great but it's just the relationship there is just so right from the top you're like i get it yeah yeah really good chemistry between the two of them yeah and warren Beatty is not uh, oh yeah we haven't said it's warren Beatty and warren Beatty doesn't happen yeah Yeah. warren Beatty does not get uh, enough credit for how good his uh straight dry humor is uh it's pretty solid because he's kind of playing against uh character here as oh, he's like playing very dumb the, the dumb guy and, yeah. and dustin hoffman ha- is playing ca- also kind of against he's playing like the lothario like mm-hmm. like ladies man yeah um but you're right like when they get to morocco it does it loses it loses it's it momentum and there's pace. still funny things happen yeah, no there's definitely good it gets things caught that go up on. you've got plot. charles groden comes into the movie oh, at that point and he's always amazing i think charles groden in this movie he's fucking great as uh, unbelievably agent. good yeah um and yeah, this movie was just like it. It is the Ishtar does mean bomb. Yeah, like that's it. You know? Well, to the to the point where when uh, I love this, this is one of my favorite uh, reviews. When when Waterworld came out, everyone called it Fishtar. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, and so that's, it's, that's pretty it's good. It's, it's own little punchline. Yeah. yeah. But it um, is kind of receiving like a resurgence in the cult thing now. Like there's screenings uh-huh. of it. Uh, I think uh, what's his name? Uh, fuck. Um, 
Edgar Wright put a screening of it on in L.A. Is that right? And, and, and stuff. And, and I, there's actually one anecdote about the guy who wrote The Far Side. Yeah, I was just going to bring yeah, that up. He made, Gary Larson. Yeah, Gary Larson made this comic that was like Hell's Video Store, and it was all Ishtar. Yeah, And then yeah. it was the only time he ever did this, but he issued like an apology because he said, like, uh, I eventually saw it on a plane, and I was very entertained by it. And he was like, I would never do – there's other comics that maybe I offended people and I should apologize for. This is the only one I'll ever apologize, <laughs> <laughs> which is so funny. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But it's true. It's a, it's it's entertaining. Yeah, and it does drag, but it's funny. There's a lot of funny. There's stuff. There's a lot of really. There's funny some things. weird things like the the running gag about the girl, and they think that he's a guy. Yeah, some of that, that stuff. That, that doesn't like, really this work. This isn't that funny. Yeah. Although I thought it was funny when he's wrestling with her. Warren Beatty's wrestling with her, <laughs> and it's so they take it so far. It's so obvious that she's a woman, and he keeps saying like, "What's it like for a boy to grow up with no father?" And like, <laughs> like get back your boy and stuff. I was like, okay, you're pushing it so far. It's becoming boobs. funny. Yeah. Are these breasts? Yeah. <laughs> Huh. Yeah. And that was the only, going that was like the only, quite a while. <laughs> yeah. That was the only time I thought it was funny. Like earlier yeah. on with Dustin Hoffman, I was like, this is No, it doesn't work this. there. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, you know, it doesn't deserve the uh, bad no, rap it has. And again, not. the first half an hour of it is I was like, as good as I you was can like, get. I've stumbled upon into like a classic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this movie's amazing. And then it was like, okay. Oh, man. Some of those songs they come up with. Yeah. Holy Jesus. It's so funny. <sighs> and catchy. Like, yeah. They're yeah, right. and catchy. <laughs> the guy that wrote the music, there's a quote on Wikipedia about it where he was saying, like, it was my, he was like, it was such, it was the hardest I've ever worked, but it was also the most fun and rewarding because he had to make the songs catchy and good but also terrible yeah. <laughs> and he was just like coming up with these stupid lines was the most funny ever had writing music yeah. um yeah it's it's got its moments for sure absolutely i enjoyed it All yeah right. i know so i had a great get time get off your it. fucking high horse and go see Ishtar. yeah get, yeah check it out like yeah just oh, i don't know i enjoyed it just don't think it's gonna be great or whatever but it has its moments but wouldn't you also just love to be one of those contrarian hipster douchebags who goes actually Ishtar's not that bad <laughs> Here's why. Well, we just Which, did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we did. Those were literal words we said earlier. Exactly. Don't you want to be like us? <laughs> you started to turn into Lorne Michaels at the end of that. Yeah. Oh, here's why. Well, here's why. <laughs> yeah. And then I try to do Lorne Michaels, and I turn into Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't have a very wide berth. For no. Um, and okay, the You're album right. that we did uh, from 1987 was from Happy Mondays. What's the yeah. full title? I don't have it's it in front of me. It's called Squirrel Face. <laughs> G-Unit and Squirrel and G-Man, 24-hour party people. And then, and then <laughs> Type just, that into Google. <laughs> it culminates just, into a disclaimer to not ever listen to the shitty album. <laughs> no, I disagree. I really like this album. Uh, oh, this um, is everything I hate. Yeah, I didn't think you would like I it. Just, no, and no. I'm not surprised because going into this, once I started listening to this album, I, I found parallels between this and the Smiths uh, album that we've been listening to. And some of that kind of 80s stuff that was going on with the jangly guitars. Even yeah. a little bit of the R.E.M. kind of Yeah, yeah. For me, for me, it's kind of a fine line. Like, like... Listening to this album, I almost liked it. I mm-hmm. ended up just hating everything about it, but I almost liked it because there, there's a very fine line between like the Smiths and shit like that, and mm-hmm. then like Gang of Four and yeah. stuff like that, yeah. which has very similar elements. And I of think stuff those like that. elements are what made me like this album. Yeah, and also I found that the that I, those I elements think... of like the Clash almost at times. I was like, huh. that was like with the vo- with the singer, or some of his like yeah, vocal stuff. I was like, yo, for sure. That. And it's kind of yeah. like because it, it most of the songs just are based around a really solid bass groove. Yeah. And they just Definitely. ride that for a while because it's sort of it's either uh, dance music for people who like rock yeah. or rock music for people who like dance totally. music. You know what I mean? 
Um, and I, no, I, I've not liked Happy Mondays ever. I'd never heard this album mm-hmm. before. I, I'd never I, I, I'd heard the really big one, uh, the Pills and Chills and yeah. Belly Aches or whatever. Yeah. Which I, I and did like skim Kinky through Afro and I was like, I don't, know about I don't this, like yeah. that shit at all. It reminds me of like, it's like, uh, slightly more brainy uh, EMF. Yeah. You know, it's like garbage. <laughs> and my first yeah. real uh, introduction to anything to do with this group and Sean Ryder was uh, Black Grape, um, which I hated. Yeah. That's and bad. like, totally terrible band name. You should not, <laughs> like, that's a total turnoff when your band name sounds a lot like Black, Black Rape. Yeah. Which totally irritated me. Not because it's, you know, sounds bad, but because it interfered with my band at the time, uh, racist sexual assault. Okay. Oh, yeah. It really felt like it took away from us. You guys were good. <laughs> you guys were ahead good. of our time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I didn't like that. And then I, uh, all I had heard was the, Kinky Pills and Chills and album, which yeah. I really which didn't I like. I did not like either. But I, this I, I got I got kind of into. I, my problem with it is when it's happening, I'm digging it. Yes. When it's turned off, I can't remember anything oh, about it. Oh, it's very samey. No. You get into the middle of this album, and you're like, okay, these grooves. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you're saying it is very like based on the bass grooves. And, yeah. and you do kind of get like, okay, this sounds a lot like one of those earlier songs. But... I don't. Yeah, I think to I me, totally agree with that. To me, I feel like I feel like if this album or this band is is just all style over substance. Like I feel like mm-hmm. they they don't worry about songwriting. The songwriting is fucking terrible. <laughs> uh, but don't, they don't, don't worry know. about songwriting because they're like, well, we've got a drum machine sound. We've got uh, that like really uh, uh, loose bass, like the, the the really prominent loose bass sound, and we got some jangly guitars that aren't doing anything. By the way, yeah. Uh, and and I don't know. And then just some atonal uh, uh, vocal melodies, and uh, I don't know. I don't. I. I. Some of the things that you're saying, I feel like, are all are like positives in the way that I. Think. Like, <laughs> like, like I don't but think that I don't that think that if you're thing. not setting out to be brilliant songwriters, I don't think that you can say like that that a band. I don't know. Like some like sometimes I don't think you I have to be like a brilliant a songwriter to have like interesting or songs that I want to listen to. Like there's lots yeah. of so- like songwriters that I think aren't good songwriters that I was like, "Oh, this music's great." Sure. Like sure. like I feel like they're not purporting to be great songwriters. They they're groove based. They are yeah, yeah, like yeah. you said it's they are kind of dance 24 hour party yeah. people, you know. Yeah. And I feel uh, like that I don't know. For for my taste, I wouldn't li- listen to this album and be like, "Oh, their songs are garbage or whatever." Yeah, yeah. But I agree that like they do they do tend to eventually just turn into a mush and yeah. you're like, oh, I'm still yeah, listening yeah. to this album. Again, no, I, I enjoyed this album because it it, it does some things. Uh, this is for if you if you've heard Happy Mondays and don't like them or you're not too familiar with yeah. them yet. There's a difference between what they started at. This is their first yeah. full length album and then what they be, what they became. Mm-hmm. This album is all based around uh, the bass guitar riffs and some texturing guitars and then a lot of ranty yeah. stream of consciousness vocals from Sean Ryder. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Yeah. Eventually, the bass lines get far more subdued and simplistic, and it's more about keyboard-driven mm-hmm. dance rock. And again, it gets in very much into an EMF area. Yeah, right. uh, Just check out the song Kinky Afro, which is probably their biggest tune. And if you like that, then you're going to like later stuff. If yeah. you don't like that, you might find something in this first yeah. album, which is a little more urgent and Has a organic. little bit more of an edge. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Again, I, you know, like... It's a vibe album. I get why yeah. this is a thing for people who were, you know, really into the chemical drug scene oh, for sure. at the end of the '80s and yeah. being up all night because partying. Because I could see that working totally. Yeah. It's, it's rave culture, but in a in a rock band. Yeah, and I think that's the thing that you might be like reacting to is that like their songs are structured like as if it's electronic dance music or yeah. whatever. It's very just like okay, we're starting with the beat and the bass and then we're gonna like add some things as we go along yeah yeah he's gonna do stuff over top of it but it's not like which is fine and and if people respond to that then uh like like just listen to that and respond to that and feel feel like oh yeah like i connect with this Mm -hmm. then that's great i'm not saying the band is shitty i'm just saying i fucking hate it because (laughs) it's the laziest way to write music and and the people but who I don't tend know. to write you, music I don't think like you can that, say that tend to be say that. really arrogant. I think that that point of view though is like such a I don't know. I think that's like saying um, I don't know. That's I just a feel lazy like that way of writing. Music. I feel like you're discrediting an entire like type of artistry when you say something that you're just like any electronic music or music that is is like this is. It, like written well, look, if I if I get know? a paintbrush and I paint and I just scribble something on the wall, you might look at it and go, uh, "Wow, that's actually really pretty." Yeah. There's something I like about that, <laughs> and, but it took me two seconds to do it, and, and there was no thought to it whatsoever. So the way people so respond so to are it you is saying fun. that like artist intent rules all kind of thing, like do you, like, uh, or, or effort? No, no, not at all. Okay. I think that I think that that's the last the the last ingredient anybody needs to care about is the artist's intent because everybody takes away yeah. from from the art itself something different. Yeah, and and I love that. That's something mm-hmm. that I love so much about music. But uh, this, if it sounds lazy and it sounds like somebody didn't spend the time loving that song as much as they could, it mm-hmm. just shuts me off. All right, and that's exactly fair what enough. This music um, does. I feel like uh, the the bass player who's the 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 vocalist brother is working his ass off in this album. Yeah. Like, this album cannot happen without those bassers. And I think they're really good riffs, yeah. really good, funky, uh, kind of, kind of dark, weird yeah. riffs, um, that, uh, are impressive. And I think it's cool that a band is built entirely around impressive bass, yeah. work, which is why I don't like anything else of their later stuff. Cause that's for not sure. the case. That's yeah. This album, that's what I latched onto. I'm like, these bass lines are great. Mm-hmm. The rhythms that are happening are really fucking cool. And they are like every, 60 seconds in a song they are add, adding another layer yeah. mm-hmm. to the rhythm idea of it because this is all rhythm based like Sean mm-hmm. Ryder's not a singer no at all no um, but I think there's something in the, obviously there's, there's something in this they're, yeah. they're a huge band to people yeah like. yeah, yeah and for sure and but I, again I, I, totally I cannot stand the later stuff. I totally get why people love yeah. the Smiths and only the Smiths like I, I yeah. get why these things are things mm-hmm. and I don't discount them I just when it hits my ears I'm just like wow I sure. fucking hate whoever made this yeah and fair enough like I don't know this 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 album isn't isn't 
amazing all the way through, but there is no. stuff. I was surprised it's, there's it's stuff worth to checking it. Out. Yeah, especially if you don't like the other stuff, because I went to the other stuff and I was like, well, I'm off this band. I'm only yeah, going to yeah. ever listen no, to this album. Like, like the, they're two, they're two <laughs> classics, Bummed and Pills and Chills. Yeah, they're just ugh, yeah. God, totally. Really don't like them. Um, and okay. Black Grape. Ugh, God damn it, Black Grape. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, don't listen to Black Grape. No. Uh, <laughs> or Happy Mondays. Or ha- <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Anyway. Um, you were about to say it, though. <laughs> like, oh, happy it? Mondays. And you were like, or Happy... Wait, oh, no. wait a minute. <laughs> you got me. I've been lying this whole time. Um, all right. Well, we should get into some film roulette. Uh, so here we go. <laughs> All right, Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die, and the two high rollers get to go see something great, hopefully, and the low roller goes and sees a piece of shit, but the low roller gets to give the winners a punishment album, and that's how you play it, and we have to listen to it all week. So this week we did we rolled for Lincoln and uh, Silent Hill 3D. Yeah. Greg and I went and Re- saw Revelation. Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Revelation. I, I hope it's a revelation in the series of films. It was a revelation of something. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Casey saw as something you, was as revealed hear, to me. Silent Hill 3D. <laughs> so Greg and I went and saw Lincoln. Mm-hmm. As I said, I went and saw it directly before I saw Skyfall. I saw directly after Skyfall. Twelve o'clock uh, at Varsity wow. Cinemas in Toronto. Yep. Um, so Steven Spielberg's movie, Daniel Day Lewis, uh, the story of Lincoln, yep. uh, his Abraham final Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. If you were wondering, <laughs> <laughs> I know people out there are like, "What Lincoln? <laughs> when are they going to say what Lincoln? The cars? They <laughs> must mean the Lincoln lawyer. <laughs> 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 they must mean McConaughey. Steven Spielberg's movie Spiel- about the Lincoln lawyer. About movie. the movie Lincoln lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh fuck man. yeah! So. Um, I, I was not interested in seeing this film f- from the trailers. I like Daniel Day-Lewis. Yep. Yeah, I'm not boring. big on Spielberg. It looked boring. I was like, I don't know. I like like the story. I mean, Lincoln, fucking, yeah, fucking yeah. A. I'm sure. interested in seeing a story, like a movie about him. Sure. Um, and, and I went into this kind of expecting it to be super boring and not my thing. And I don't know if I set myself up for that, but that's exactly how I felt about this um, film. Yeah, it's a boring movie. It's so boring. It's really boring. Yeah. Is it does that not right? need to be two and a half hours. No, no. The because whole, it, the entire it, movie, every scene, is Lincoln going, I need those votes. votes. Yeah. You cannot have those votes. But I, I want, want those them. votes. You cannot and then, have them, Mr. Lincoln. Yeah. Well, that reminds me of a story. Yeah. And then he tells a story, <laughs> oh God, and everyone looks at him bewildered and amazed at what a wonderful man A couple people might be like, I'm most sick of these stories and run away. Right, whatever. right. But most and people, then everyone just is like enchanted by his stories. And then you go to the next scene where he's like, where are my votes? Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> we, we have to stop slavery yeah. now. And they're like, now, we, now. We got I'm to- sorry. Hold on. <laughs> now, was it Daniel Day Lewis or was it Samuel L. Jackson yeah. who was playing Lincoln? <laughs> we need those motherfucking votes. motherfucking votes <laughs> on this motherfucking plane. Uh, <laughs> no, but that's that. Uh, I could not have done it any. I could not have done this movie any more justice than that. That is exactly what this and movie it's is. Over and, and over and, and every over. scene, it's wow. like, well, we got you two more. And yeah, then he's like, yeah, I need. 21. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, now. Yeah. And he's good in this. He's, he's very good he's in it. He's been the better in other There's movies, a lot though. of... Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think he's had more challenging yeah. roles. I mean, he does it well. I, I thought it's he was great. super consistent. He looks yeah. right. He's got the movements. The you know, uh, um, all the performances are quite Tommy good. Tommy Lee Jones is good. Yeah, yeah. Very good. The, the biggest surprise to me, though, uh, what I wanted more of, anyway, in this movie, the scenes that had the most life were the ones that featured... Um, James Spader? Yes. Yes. 
I agree. James I'm sorry, Spader. What? James, James Spader, Spader shows up in this movie. Thing? Yeah. James Spader's a fat guy now. Yeah. And absolutely. He is, oh yeah, no, I, he's I, very I, good in this. He's amazing he's in it. Really like cool he, I, who would have thought that James Spader, fucking Brat Pack, James Spader, yeah. was going to turn into a fat guy character actor? Yeah, that's what he <laughs> is. What he he's is fucking awesome yeah, at it. it. James Spader is John Goodman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's over the uh, the slimy '80s boyfriend roles, and now yeah, he's yeah. Like, <laughs> and now no, he was never bad. No, I, I've always he went enjoyed psychosexual for a while. Yeah, and then now yeah, now he's playing fat guys. He went Cronenberg. Yes, yeah, it's a uh, uh, James Spader and uh, yeah, who is it? Um, uh, oh, what's his name? Shelley Long. Yes, <laughs> Shelley Long. Yeah. All right, uh, you're right. I know. You know. Uh, James Spader and John Hawks. Oh, John Hawks yes. is in it. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love that. Guy. The cast in this movie is incredible. Oh, amazing. Like, uh, Jackie Earl Haley shows up. Like yeah. every oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's in this movie. Yeah, no everybody shows up. Uh, yeah. What's her name? Uh, his wife, Sally Field. Sally Field. <laughs> I hate Sally. Uh, I've always she I've was always, great. Yeah, she's, she's been great yeah. in things. Yeah. I, I really just something it. about her that creeps me out. Yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, there's all these really good performances, and it looks really nice. But it just unfortunately, well, I thought it looked. It looks. It's fucking drab. This movie. I mean, it needs. Uh, it needs to be. Yeah. But it, I mean, is that time go, like watching this movie at noon, I was just like, oh god, more gray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It looked very gray to the yeah. point where, uh, like, I've I'd seen a bunch of ads for it and a bunch of trailers, and and I kept thinking it was in black and white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It might it, have served it better. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Um, now, what I took away from it as being interesting, anyway, is uh, I, that it. The movie takes place in uh, the first month. The movie starts in the first month after Lincoln is reelected for his second yes. term. Right, and I think it's interesting that it came out now with Obama getting reelected into his second term, mm-hmm. because I uh, with with all the uh, I won't talk too much about politics. I promise. No, no. Uh, <laughs> with with everything with the, in current day politics with the Tea Party and all these people saying yeah, and all the fear of like religion being removed from state. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and not supporting gay rights and women's rights and yeah. universal oh, health care. Yeah. Uh, I think if they make a movie about Obama in 50 to 100 years, the people now who are opposing his ideas are going to look as insane as the people who are like, no, keep the slaves! Yeah, yeah. Oh Actually, my God! Like, I never really they look thought of it that totally way. totally nuts and, but, yeah. and truly evil. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that that movie came out because they're holding now, on to their ideals that they are had solidified through years of right, yeah, of, and that's exactly what it's like. Do they, yeah, it really is. So, do, do they do they really push Lincoln as uh, as the great emancipator of black people, or or do they show him as a guy who just wanted like who just wanted votes, like do, like who just wanted? No, the votes he wants are to abolish slavery, to pass the oh, no, 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 but that's, that's not, not the I, votes. That's not, I, that's not, not what I mean. mean like, electoral his, votes. Um, uh, because basically, politically, that was his best move at the time. Was yeah. It, uh, well, they was, do talk was, a little bit about like they're saying, "Oh, this is to end the war, not actually to to, to for, free to free to slaves." Free, they do yeah. talk about that a little bit. They yeah. say yeah, it's strategic. I was just so they wondering. say like when the war might be ending, and he's still pushing for the bill anyway. Kind of thing. Uh, he's okay. pushing really hard to get it through because people who are born racist and want yeah. slaves to stick around or want the war to end more, so they're willing to vote. To pass the bill yeah, right. to get the war to end, but the war is going to end anyway. So he's trying to make it hap- happen, happen really fast ASAP. to use the cover of the war as why it's mm-hmm. going on. Okay, yeah, and I mean, the, I, there's an, it's a re- there's a very interesting story here. Yes. That there's a I think there's a different way to tell it, right. and a much fucking shorter way of telling. And it. And I think I think I don't know. I've heard like it's getting great reviews um, across it? the board. Yeah, it's uh, it's up there Her? with Skyfall right now. Her? 
<laughs> in terms of the really? uh, like yeah. Metacritic or Rotten yeah. Tomato rating. I feel like movies yeah, like this just don't work anymore. No, and and I think I I think a lot what a lot of people are saying it is is what I wished it was kind of, and people are saying that it's it it's very like it's very character driven and and somber and it's like a a character piece and it, and and I'm not saying that it's, it bored me because. It's I'm a, saying it bored me. Uh, it like, was the no, same scene. I am saying it bored me over and over again. But I'm not saying it bored me for those reasons. Like I love that kind of a movie. Oh sure. You know. I just I don't know. There was something about it where I just felt it just didn't connect. It no, was no. So, I didn't feel anything. It was so forever. unevenly paced. Maybe like it's you because said. you know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. There wasn't much suspense. No. We know that there are no more slaves, mm-hmm. and we know that he's going to get shot. And I did not like how they handled the uh, assassination. No. They don't. Well, I mean, it's like I get. Okay, you don't want to make the movie about yeah. this, but you. It, it's. Yeah. There's a way of making that mm-hmm. effective, and they just, sure. I just felt it was a yeah. fucking is, limp, limp. Uh, is John Wilkes Booth a character? No. Sorry, uh, John Wilkes no, Booth. No, no, he's not even in. No. no. The uh, like slight spoiler alert. I mean, obviously everybody knows he gets killed at the end, but I mean they they don't show it happening. It's it's very just like. Hey everybody! This happened, kind of thing. Like, yeah, oh, okay. it doesn't happen on camera. No, it's right. just like, did you hear? Like he he's been shot or whatever, kind of thing. Right. Yeah, which is yeah. pretty like I don't know. Yeah, I Lame. agree with Greg. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I did not like it. I will never watch this movie again. It's so boring. And I <laughs> hoped that Spielberg would. I don't know. I mean, with this and War Horse, I'm kind of just like, you've lost it, man. Yeah. Maybe that's what he meant. Apocalypse. Yeah. Oh, Maybe that's what he yeah. meant about about not it not being his genre anymore because yeah. his genre is now boring, just boring, heavy-handed bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, was Silent Hill 3D boring, heavy-handed bullshit? <laughs> uh, no, it was not heavy-handed. Uh, it was bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> but it was exciting bullshit. No. <laughs> this movie no, looked like no, a, no. This movie no. looked like a video game. Is that basically like? I mean, I know I it's based on a video so. game, but it looked like it looked like we gotta get to there. Wow. Uh, like, <laughs> well, no. So, like, there's not a story. No. Um, <laughs> like films usually need one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there's there's something about there's this main girl who kind of looks like Michelle Williams a little mm-hmm. bit. That's. That's the extent of her uh, as a recognizable actor starring. that she sort of looks like. That one. was the title they put up on screen, uh, right? Uh, yeah, starring sort of Michelle Williams' girl. The text got um, smaller. <laughs> just kind of, uh, but that was fine because I was falling asleep at that. Point. Yeah, uh, it's she's she's this girl and she's connected to a girl from a place called Silent yeah. Hill who's evil and mm-hmm. plays as evil and 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 then they got all you go there and they got all these monsters that have buttholes for faces. <laughs> and uh, and I don't understand that, but uh, but they had to, I've got you now. Um, so yeah, so these butthole face monsters, and they and I, I don't think anybody wants to kill her or anything. They just want to frighten her. Yeah. Yeah. Check out my butthole. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like oh, Isn't that's it freaking you out. That's an unpleasant thing to see on a face. Yeah, but um, she's but, like, so she's got to go back to Silent Hill. She, she's. She's part of of this woman or girl who was a girl who then became evil and then she took over this town. Yeah. Well, it's because there's like a the movie in the games or whatever. It's like the the whole first movie is about a guy who crashes his car near this like city and yeah. his daughter's gone or something. Or no, it's the woman. And right she um and and he she's got to find find her. Yeah. So so she's got to so this girl's got to go back to, to yeah. 
so she goes to, to Silent Hill and, and uh, to find her dad because her dad, Sean Bean, mm-hmm. was... Uh, uh, he was in the first one. Kidnapped. Yeah. All right. So he was kidnapped and taken to this place to, to draw her there. Yeah. So she does go there. And then some shit happens that I swear to God, I'll fucking start hating myself if I describe it to you. I know but there's the kind of stuff that happens. Yeah. Like from she seeing just, the first one. Uh, yeah. Well, there you go. This was the things, first one I've seen. Turn I've seen from, things turn from not scary to scary. Things melt off the walls. There's a big guy with a pyramid walking around with Oh, a yeah. Knife. There's Pyramid Head. And yeah. he's uh, uh, he there's, doesn't there's do pyramid anything head, except for... Pyramid head, pyramid head have a butthole face? No, he's, no, got, a he's got a pyramid head. head. Surprisingly uh, enough. Uh, although, what it is, it's like a big giant cage, uh, uh, like head cage thing. So there may be a butthole face yeah, you inside. Don't know. Find out in the next movie. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's there's one bright shining moment in this in this movie for me and made it worth seeing. Because I love lo- bad line readings. Yeah. Or, or line readings that for some reason, like, don't why work. did you think that that's what it was supposed mm-hmm. to be? Uh, he So Sean Bean has been captured and he's all tied up. And so she finally goes there and meets the meets the uh you know the the evil girl who's yeah. a part of her or whatever and so the, so she's being all menacing to the to the protagonist girl and the line is supposed to be and he like he's all tied up and he can't do okay. anything it's supposed to be like hey get away from my daughter uh uh you don't hurt her the line is supposed to be you don't hurt her but the way he says it he goes you don't hurt her <laughs> <laughs> hey, you like, get away her. from my daughter you don't hurt her butthole yeah. face yeah <laughs> I'm like, why did you he's say like, it oh like i thought i was hurting her <laughs> yeah. no no you don't hurt her no yeah. that's not what you do yeah. <laughs> uh, and that made me laugh, and everyone else looked at me like, what are you, what are you weirdo? Yeah. I was like, oh. There's one oh, thing you guys are interested and invested in this picture. And they really were. Like, uh, were, so, they, were they yelling, Wah! like they were at a concert the yeah, whole time? Yeah, there, there was a beach ball going around yeah. at one point. Uh, no, this thing is like, don't bother. Please don't bother. And Did if you, you like this 3D, kind right? of movie, kill yourself so they stop making this kind of movie. <laughs> Because you're well, out yeah, there. like I mean, even they're like just gonna keep the first because they're gonna make more of these yeah. and more Resident Evils and Absolutely. no more dreads, and no more dreads. Yeah. And the first, the first movie isn't isn't horrible. Like it has its moments. I enjoyed the the, the original video game. Oh yeah, it was um, great. But great video but yeah, game. these movies are just they they're 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 um they're coasting along on the name and and images from the video games and yeah. not doing anything interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, play, play the first game. It's yeah, good. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and don't go and see this movie. So oh. last week we had oh. to listen to a punishment album. Yeah. So let's get this out. Let's quick. get into this fucking goddamn uh, it. The I the Keanu Reeves band as I wrote well, down. I haven't listened to. Dog I haven't Star. listened to this by the way. A, a dog star. Fill me uh, with Keanu Reeves on bass. I don't know who uh-huh. else is in the band. Bunch of guys. Uh, who... Another actor. Is it? Yeah, the drummer. The drummer. Because uh, I read the Wikipedia article. Keanu Reeves was shopping for groceries one day when he bumped into a guy with a uh, hockey jersey on. He was like, "Hey, hey, hockey!" And then they <laughs> started playing a band together. <laughs> this is basically what happened. Oh my God! Um, you like hockey? Let's start a garbage alternative rock band. <laughs> now, no one else in this band, like no one should ever have gotten any kind of exposure or recording no, contract. No, no, no. It's just all based off Keanu Reeves' name. Yeah. Um, and his, this his, album, his our average little bass playing. Yeah. Um, it's uh, the first song. Oh, wait, we're speechless. I uh, <laughs> before I hit the chorus of the first song, "Forgive," which is only two minutes long. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Before song. I even hit the chorus, I was like, uh, "I want to <laughs> turn this off." <laughs> and, and this and was hard to get have, through. Yeah, and we've dealt with albums like this before, where this it's is not fucked up. It's this not one. like. Um, 
I don't know. I felt like this is one of those albums, like, I'm sure when I, like, the Papa Roach one that we had to listen to or whatever, like, mm-hmm. this is, like, really garbage, like, inoffensive, grungy rock. And it's, like, no, like nobody would get any press for this if it wasn't for Keanu Reeves. No. But no. I could see it fitting in between, like, whatever other garbage rock is on the radio. Like, it feels like just before Creed came out. What, what album was this year? This this year was, like, this album was, like, 96, right? And I don't know when Creed came around, but... Uh, but right I, around then. Yeah, like, I feel Creed, like... Creed, I thought they were more like the 2000s. No, they were late 90s. But but it has that kind of, like, if, if their song came on after Creed and Eve 6 and a couple other poppy garbage bands, I'd be like, okay, this is just another one of those bands. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's just aggressively m- mediocre and... I, I felt like that's what this was going to be. Yeah, uh, like I felt like, like it there was, was just... nothing. There was no interesting like train wreck aspect to it, and there was no just. I like... don't know. I felt like there was. Like I, I had a lot of trouble listening. Yeah. To this. It's oh, I had trouble listening. Really to it. bad. The singer is so just unbelievably oh, horrible. horrible. Now I yeah. want to read some lyrics. Here. Oh yeah, the lyrics are garbage. This is from the title track, "Our Little Visionary." Right. And it goes a little something like this. It says one, two, three. <laughs> she says, "I got a tortured soul." I got a soul that she don't know. I can relate. She says it's like also clear. By the way, clear. nobody ever said that to him. <laughs> she says it's like also clear. She starts to shake when I am near. Ooh. There comes a point across our lives when we must see or we will die. Oh. I've seen it before in your rainbow. There's a color I don't remember as a child. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. That that part came out of left field. Everything, everything else was lining up. And then he was like, man, also the color I've never seen. Yeah, man. That's uh, one of those lines that sounds like it might be something. Oh, that might be like a really cool cogent point underneath. But then you just go, no. oh, no, it's just some words together. <laughs> yeah. He just strung a couple words yeah. together. And that's, yeah. what the, oh, that's what all the lyrics are. All like. of them, yeah. It's yeah. this really like horrible high school you know, agenda mm-hmm. book poetry. Um, just yeah. fuck, man. This was hard. It was hard. It was to pretty get bad. It's just, yeah. I mean, it, it it was hard to get through because because it was so just fucking. I don't know. Like you've heard it all before. It, this is just a never really so bad. <laughs> a really 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 bad version of like stuff that you've heard. It's just the same thing you've heard this from millions of other bands, and then this is just like an even watered down, more watered down version of it. Yeah, that's about what I figured yeah. it was gonna be. Yeah, I figured just, I was essentially giving you was, a Gin Blossoms album. Yes, with, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah with, this was with, like with the cra- it was the, or the cranberries you know? one from from, yeah. year, from however long ago it was. Just like oh my god, yeah. Definitely. You should like just just try it. Just the first song is less than two minutes long. Yeah. All right. Just uh, yeah, give that a shot. Oh, and there's a really horrible cover of uh, No Matter What. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I will always be with you. Oh yeah. Ooh, girl. Yeah. They do a terrible, terrible, terrible version of that. Sweet. Oh. So so what so are we listening you. to this right. week? Because you had to see. Yeah, and you lost again, so it's a yeah. double whammy. So the other Dog Star album you're going to give us, right? Yeah, it was from 2000. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, they did have. An I know. Album uh-huh. uh, a happy no. ending or something. No, I'm gonna. I'm not going. Uh, I'm not going bad. Yeah, because you, you you got us on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm going weird and interesting. Um, there was an album. Uh, I don't exactly know how to pronounce this guy's name, but there was an album that was just put out on the 13th called "The Mystery of Heaven." It's by some guy named Joseph Van. Wizen or something, <laughs> okay. and Jim Jarmusch. Okay. Uh, so uh, I was like, all right, well, Jim Jarmusch uh, keeps company with some really interesting yeah. musicians. Yep. And, and He did uh, some stuff on the Wu-Tang meets the indie culture album that was interesting. Yeah, yeah, he's done, I mean, he's been in bands before. Yeah. Um, 
but uh, but I was like, oh, this so did you just see his name too. and they were like, I'll give it to them and they can tell me if it's any good. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. Because I don't know if because I don't want to listen to this in case it's terrible. You're but, gonna you're gonna put the feelers out. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So All right. You guys, let me know. Maybe okay. I'll, I'll I'm down for that. Out. I'm gonna do it. All right. I don't have to dread it. I was like Keanu no. Reeves on bass. Oh, oh my shit. god, yeah, that was fuck. I, I was shocked at how bad that album was and yeah. how hard it was to listen to. Like, it was a really ugh. yeah. His bass lines are all just oh yeah, oh, man, just so yeah. high school. I can um, I can play this whole album. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this week we're rolling for Winner's Choice versus winner's Twilight. Choice. So yeah. Twilight Breaking Dawn. The two part winners two. can uh-huh. go see whatever it is they want. There's a lot out there right now. I kind of want to go see Smashed. Uh, yeah. There's a couple other movies that yeah. I mean. And there's see. anything that you've any one of us yeah. missed over you the last. You haven't seen. Um, I still haven't seen Seven Psychopaths. Yeah. And, no. uh, I want. I really want to see Flight. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see Flight. Oh, I saw Argo. Oh, man, you guys should see. You should see Flight. Just yeah. so we can talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then versus, as we said, the new Twilight, the finale. Oh, God. So this, I don't this one's think... been giving me like not stomach Here's, knots all week. I think I said this to you guys on the internet, but uh, insider tip: the end of the book didn't have a battle, so they inserted a battle into the film. But yeah. then after the battle, they're like, "Oh, that's just how it could happen. We have to stop that from happening. Dream. It was all a dream. Yeah. So really? fucking." They, a movie that has nothing to it that they had to add a garbage battle to it. I'm rolling. Ugh. And I rolled a one. <laughs> the fuck? Super sweet. <laughs> Fucking sweet. Oh, my God. That is amazing. I got That's myself a, a solid four. Yep. <laughs> nope. Let me roll again. Greg rolls a zero. I got a two. two. Good enough, buddy. Have you seen seen any of these movies? I haven't seen any of these movies. That's delightful. I don't know what that's going to be like going into part five. Yeah, yeah. What is my my fucking deal with these die with the die rolls? Because I I feel like nine times out of ten I roll a one or a two or a three. I never rolled. I lost the last two. I know, but but I feel like we need to tally this shit up because I've rolled some fucking. Bombs. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah. Uh, you need to practice. <laughs> I'm gonna go home and just roll maybe six. you're a shitty roll roller. <laughs> well, what is that one? Look at that. That's you a three. Whip. See, I didn't even mean to roll it, and it landed on three. Uh, well, oh man. I gotta get this. Let me tell you, buddy. <laughs> Fucking bullshit, man. This is a delight. I quit. Yeah. I love our show. Yeah, like last last week, uh, I didn't really yeah. care because I was either going to go well, see a shitty Spielberg movie or a shitty whoever made that movie. But yeah, yeah like this, I'm so glad I won this because oh, I get to go Me see too. whatever. Uh, yeah. I, that poster. I'll post the – I took a picture of the poster. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, the running poster. It's, it's they're amazing. just running away. Oh, oh you mean the Twilight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what, they're running, what is that poster? But, looks... but, you're, but see, you, they're not running. They're jogging. <laughs> I know. Like, I love how upset like you are about it, that they're jogging. You're well, like, stop saying they're running, Greg. The, they're because jogging. Because they're not running. <laughs> like, like, if they're supposed to be running away from something, like – like if there was a soundtrack to them running it would be <laughs> oh boy um all right I don't know why that irritates me i know it really does yeah. so now we're what are we going to do some uh, hero swap to round out the, the That's right. episode oh, man. let's yeah. play some hero swap Uh, Hero Swap Cage Match is our weekly segment where we pit two action characters against each other in a fight to the death. We started with 64, we'll end with one. 
This is one of those matches. Yeah, we're getting through there. Oh, man, yeah, we're really yeah. close. Uh, really close to the end of this thing. Re end of round one, anyway. Oh, yeah. Of how many rounds? Three? Uh, I, yeah, I guess. Uh, uh, I can't remember. You know, I can't even no, do the math bunch. right now. A yeah. lot. It's going to take a while. Infinite rounds. It's we're okay, keep going. Uh, today is, uh, oh, man, I'm excited about today. Today is Jack Ryan, as portrayed by Harrison Ford. Oh, yeah, I didn't watch any of those movies. Okay. <laughs> um, it was too uh, Jack Ryan uh, versus uh, Action Jack. Jackson as portrayed by fucking Ray right. Weathers in the film of the same name. I feel like like we've chosen Harrison Ford as the Jack Ryan, yeah. even though there's three actors to choose from. Yeah. Um I feel like we could put we could put uh Ben Affleck uh, uh, Harrison Ford and Alec Baldwin all together, and Action Jackson would still kick the shit out of Sure. Him. Well, let's see where he's going to kill yes. Jack Ryan. <laughs> we are rolling um, now. If anyone hasn't seen. Uh, we got a five. five. So when I'm rolling and it's that's, not about seeing Twilight, I get a high roll. Yeah, that's that's Thunderdome, kids. Um, uh, let's roll for weapons. Yeah. So this is Jack Ryan. First Jack Ryan has. Oh, so when it's for weapons, I also roll Jack high. Jack Ryan's got the giant hammer. Uh, oh, he's not going to really do a lot with that. No, giant I don't hammer. see him using a hammer well. And uh, oh, uh, <laughs> Action Jackson has, has a whistle. The whistle. Yeah. The whistle. Oh. Sweet. Okay, so he blows the whistle so loud it blows up his head somehow so, because Action Jackson can do anything. Action he can Jackson literally do anything. Is a super cop. We've talked about him on the show before. If anyone's been a long time listener, he yeah. was in the uh, in the old segment, the original segment of uh, Hero Swap, and I believe he was in the Thing, the world of the Thing, and caused the end of the world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, Action Jackson's a super cop who can run faster than cars. Jump over cars. Jump, jump over, jump over, over cars. cars. He can jump over a bunch of cars in one scene. It's true. A whole lot of cars in that and scene. And send them flying into stores and traffic. <laughs> um, and uh, his main adversary in the film is uh, played Coach? by Coach, Coach Craig T. Nelson, mm -hmm. yeah. who's, uh, who's a super stud villain guy here because he's Bang, Odd Sharon choice Stone too. and Vanity. <laughs> he plays an amazing. Like, He's a great weird, bad guy, but, it, but it's just like, Coach, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Has, I don't like it. Yeah, because I know him. I mean, I, I saw personally when you I was know a him. kid, but like I know him most from Coach. Yeah, and well, Poltergeist. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. But I mean, but like, uh, like I, I watched Coach a lot. Oh yeah, I watched, I watched a ton of Coach. I like Coach. Uh, I did not watch Coach. Uh, it's on Netflix. On sweet I saw that it was on Netflix, connection. and I was like, I'm not going to watch Netflix. I, I on, watch, I'm not going to watch Coach on Netflix. <laughs> I watched a surprising amount of Yeah, Coach why don't you Netflix. get off your fucking high horse and watch Dauber? Like, there's yeah. uh, there's yeah. the fucking... He's very tall. I got cheers yeah, right next to it. He had it all. <laughs> um, Jesus. Um, okay, uh, and with Coach's villain uh, character, he there's a lot of one-liners in this movie. Yeah. And he has one in particular that I just want to share with everyone that really, no, really made me make uncomfortable. Me this again. He owns like a club, and Vanity plays a, a, a heroin-addicted sex pot singer in his club, and she's yeah. rehearsing her sexy dance and song. Mm -hmm. And he's sitting oh, at the table God, watching yeah. it. And then yeah. she finishes it and walks over to him. And uh, she's like, hmm, I was expecting a standing ovation. And he, seated, says, you're getting one. Yeah. No, I, think, uh, I think we've said uh, this. Boner. I feel like we've, a boner. I feel like we've said that story before uh, on the podcast, but it's worth worst. repeating. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, so Action Jackson is a he was a track star yeah. at Harvard. He's super intelligent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But he went into police work because he likes the thrill. And his nickname is Action. Yeah. Um I can't remember what his real first name is. 
but action. It's like Marion or something. It's yeah. like he's got like a lady's name. Um, and yeah, he's yeah he has maybe he can the, do anything. Yeah, he can do everything. He can do, like whatever like a scene everything. needs him to do, he can do. Yeah, yeah, like he can he can operate any weapon. Yep. Yeah, he can jump over whatever he needs to do. He can punch your face off. Yep. Um. So. Jack Ryan is a man in his 40s <laughs> yeah. uh, who is best suited for like political thriller based uh, right. yeah. type he's stuff. He's a very accomplished CIA. He's CIA. Yeah. CIA. Yeah. If you are going to assassinate you someone, his family, he'll he figure gets it out. Real up, he'll get mad and he, yeah. he throws some good punching. Okay. The Harrison yeah. Ford Jack Ryan anyway. Yeah. He's got a pretty good right hook. He does. He's good at punching. He's agile. He's uh, now uh, handles himself against uh, the young Sean Bean. Okay. Right. But how uh, how many people has he come up uh, over his career that were also how many people has Action Jackson gone against that were probably equally as skilled with a right hook or if two? not more so yeah if not more uh, so right yeah there's one scene where he takes out like fifteen guys yeah. who are more 15 capable Jack Ryan than I would put above Jack Ryan in a death fight. What I think we should be doing so wait we're, we're, now where Jack did Ryan's we say got the big hammer. Where did we say that they were? They're in Thunderdome. Yeah, okay. but like Jack, Jack Ryan's in good shape. Like he does chase people, and he does. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, you there, know, there's Action a physicality Jackson. to his role. To, to uh, he's going to do something clever with that whistle. He's going to. Well, that's like, the thing. He's going to swing at him with it or something, and then like right before Jack Ryan's going to go at him with the hammer, and then like right before he does it, he's going to like flick it in his eye, flick like the whistle in his eye or something, yeah, and totally. blind no, him. No, and, you know, it'd awesome. be like he's going to figure out. See, this is what I figure. Ain't whistling Dixie now, are you? I don't know what. This is what I feel we need to be concentrating our efforts on is how he's going to uh, blow up somebody's ribs and then say yeah. how do you like your ribs yeah because that has to be the way everything ends with uh, yeah. with action jackson like that he, the he's gonna do something like that like i'm trying to think of other things that can he can he build do a little with. whistle bomb yeah and then... he's gonna put some like c4 in the whistle and find a way to get jack ryan to really want to use the whistle <laughs> and <laughs> then when he uses it it's gonna blow it. up yeah right or he's going to somehow get it lodged in Jack Ryan's throat somehow. Um, yeah, so so Jack Ryan has this big unwieldy uh, uh, hammer. Uh huh. Um, like like you say, like I mean, he's not a he's not the youngest man. He's not no. like a million or anything. A big but hammer is no. not. He's got to be like his. late thirties, early forties. No, 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 no. He's pushing fifty. I would say. Yeah. Jack Ryan. Well, he's at least forty-five. I'm going to say Harrison Ford in nineteen ninety. Well, yeah, but the, I'm talking about the character. The character oh, okay. is is within the age range of sort of like late thirties to forties. Sure. Um. So yeah. I don't see him handling the a weapon like that. Handling the no, the thing I think well. it's the wrong weapon for him. Yeah, and and so what? So let's say he ditches it and tries to give him some old one-two right punches, some yeah. right hooks. Well, the he's thing still is, not gonna he's beat still going to be against a man with the biggest arms in the whole yeah. wide world. Mm-hmm. He's Action Jackson's just going to jump up and grab. They're in the Thunderdome, right? Yeah, he's going to like jump up, grab the top of the Thunderdome, and then like break Jack Ryan's neck with his thighs or something. <laughs> <laughs> Like he's just gonna do something crazy that like you would never expect him to do because yeah. he's Jackson fucking Jackson. I just I gotta I gotta figure out how he's gonna kill him. There ha- like I mean he's only got the whistle. I figure he's just gonna chuck the whistle. Yeah. I got an idea how he kills him. Okay. Yeah. I don't. What is I it? think maybe a whistle of the eye or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Distraction tactic yeah, with yeah. the whistle. Uh, Jack Ryan's already lost the hammer. Yeah. Uh, Action Jackson will then free himself from his Thunderdome straps, which mm-hmm. are like rubber bands connected yeah. to the top yeah, of the yeah. dome, right? Yeah. Um, and there's spikes and stuff sticking out of Thunderdome. Yeah. Right. So what I liked seeing happening here is then uh, Action Jackson gets a hold of Jack Ryan mm-hmm. and, and pulls, pulls him, him back pulls like him a rubber tight. band, like you would fire like a piece Catapults of paper, him. and just fires him into the top yeah, of the Thunderdome. Yeah, <laughs> into a spike. And yeah. the spike 
Goes right through the guy's ribs. Yeah. <laughs> and I, mean, really, yeah. I really want him Jack to Jack Ryan kebab. Yeah. 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 <laughs> How do you like your kebab? Yeah. Oh, my God. How do you like your ribs is, I think, my favorite that's the best. one-liner pretty moment amazing. in all of action movies. Yeah, it's I think that's pretty special. That's a good one. I think he gets catapulted into something, and then it, like, splits him in half or, like, cuts yeah, yeah, his head yeah. off or some yeah. shit. Something crazy, disgusting happens to him. Yeah. Yeah. And then he says, "Yeah, yeah." Uh, so, but then I Action mean, Jackson takes unquestionably those ribs Action Jackson and, uh, <laughs> and marinates them a, for a few hours, and he gets a stew going, baby. <laughs> you got a stew going. All right, so yeah, I think I think it's pretty uh, yep. pretty obvious that All Action right. Jackson's going to Action kick that Jackson's shit. moving on possibly to the finals. He's going to go oh, far. Yeah, he's really got a, he's so, got a hell of a run. He's going to go far. Yep, for sure. Yep. All um, right. Well, that was all a lot of fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's it, right? We've, yeah, I, I don't have anything else it. I want to say to you, people. Oh man, you uh, you've got to get going. But too. I have uh, got to go and record Kangaroo Court. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. sweet. Yep. Um, yeah. So check us out on Twitter at synwpc or facebook.com/synwpc. Follow what? Uh, sorry, we do apologize for the for the yes. lateness of this episode. It's my but, fault. Uh, uh, it is Dan Gorman's fault. But um, I was at the Google headquarters, but I put modernsuperior.com on one of their computers. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and then just walked away. Never mind. So, so it, it's no longer your fault. You yeah. were just doing a little recon work. Yeah. You were doing yeah. a little... Uh... Um, so yeah, uh, as I said, modernsuperior.com if you want to listen to all of our shows. Kangaroo Court. Listen to Greg on that one. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm just going to say week. things about sports that Dan Gorman and I aren't going to understand. No. <laughs> <laughs> this, that is a 100% fact-based statement. Um, improv on tape, Lonely Nights with Bruce Douglas. Hilarious stuff if you want your comedy fix. Yeah, sports fix, Kangaroo Court. Anyway, that's about it for us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, and Modern Superior is also on Twitter. So yeah, check at us Modern out. Superior. At yeah. Modern Superior. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So yeah. we will see you next Wednesday, Internet. Bye, Internet. Bye. Bye. Woo, <laughs> Someone told me they really like that sound. <laughs> I got to say that uh, they were like, who, "What's what? Why do people keep? Why do you keep saying woo?" I, but I like it. <laughs> uh, well, they hate they hate everything else. Yeah, I only listen to it to hear woo. woo. I got nothing. All right, <laughs> tell my story. <laughs> okay. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.